Happy Flatcast Friday, or whatever day you happen to listen to this. My name is Amanda Parks, and I am the owner of Fit Flock in Maryland. It's a little fitness studio. I'm an A-certified personal trainer, an A-certified health coach, a fitness nutrition specialist, a behavior change specialist, a running coach, and a lover of all animals, fuzzy, puns, and pumpkin spice everything. Today, I wanted to discuss sleep and why it is so important. And I know a lot of us are not getting nearly enough, but it really is critical and it's kind of like definitely one of the foundation building blocks for just overall optimal health. And just a quick recap, last week I talked about food assumptions and how making assumptions around food can really get us in some pitfalls and ways to combat that. So if you if you want to check that out, that is last week is food assumptions. And the week before that, I talked about what moves you, um, really discussing just any movement of the body is beneficial and it all counts towards overall good health and just tried to really motivate you guys to get out there and get moving. And so that's where we're at. I am first covering what I believe to be the most critical pieces to overall health and well-being. And so we've touched a little bit on exercise and moving the body. We are just barely scratching the surface on nutrition. And now today I'm going to just do a, uh, you know, a very light overview of sleep and its importance because there are so many pieces that involve sleep and the benefits and the detriments when you don't get enough. So I'm just going to do, you know, just what I think might motivate you to make it a little bit more of a priority. So here we go. According to the CDC, 50 to 70 million adults in the United States have a sleep disorder. My goodness gracious, what is keeping you all up? You act like we're in a pandemic or something. Um, Sorry, not funny, but yeah, I understand. There's a lot of things that could keep you up at night. Um, Kids, pandemic, jobs, finances, your health, um, relationships. Uh, Who knows? There's a lot of things or or maybe you just really try to sleep and it's just not happening for you. So hopefully this is helpful. And here's the thing. You're not alone. There's 70 million other yous out there that are struggling to get enough sleep. You may know this, but seven to eight hours is on average what we need as adults to get adequate sleep. But that just, just in case you don't know that. And inadequate sleep, so less than that, seven to eight hours. Some people need more. Some people need less We're going to go off averages here, but inadequate sleep is linked to a slew of health risks. Just a few are heart disease, which we know is prevalent, and weight gain, also an issue us Americans struggle with. 
depression. Um, I don't even know how many millions suffer from depression, but it's a lot. And dementia. Um, that's not good either. And no matter how amazingly wonderful your diet is and how much you exercise and you might do everything else perfectly just checking all the boxes if you're not getting enough sleep it it's a waste of your good efforts so you could eat the most beautiful clean nutrient dense diet that just makes your body you know do everything it could possibly do However, it's not going to be as great because if your sleep is off, it, it just makes everything not work as well as it could. And your exercise, um, your body needs time to rest and recover. And if you are exercising, 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 and then not resting, typically what happens is injury somewhere down the line occurs. You, the bot, Something's got to give. And, and usually injuries start happening. So we got to get some good sleep. And you can't be bouncing all over the place with your sleep schedule because unfortunately our circadian rhythms don't shift rapidly. Um, so I'm, I feel for the people that have like sometimes their own night shift and their own day shift and their own night shift, that's really tough. The, the, the body, the brain, it can't say, okay, now it's it's bedtime at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Oh, now it's bedtime at 8 p.m. Now it's bedtime at 11 p.m. Um, it needs time to adjust. And our body is amazing. And it can adjust. But it, it really likes a schedule. And if you have kids, I don't know how often I hear about a sleep schedule with children. And somewhere along the way, we feel as adults that a sleep schedule doesn't apply to us. But really, I don't think you outgrow a sleep schedule. It, it's really beneficial and helpful, uh, no matter what your age is. And just a single night of shortened sleep increases your ghrelin. That is the hormone in you that makes you hungry. And if that hormone increases and you're hungry, what happens? We eat more and then we gain weight. And then we stress out and then it's uh, stress and sleep kind of go hand in hand. Then we have hormonal imbalances. Then our sympathetic nervous system is all out of whack and we're constantly in fight or flight. And the brain's like, we can't sleep because we've, we've got to be ready for anything. And all holy hell is breaking loose. So it's a, it's a slippery slope, uh, but... At any point, you can you can get back on track. Um, it, it takes discipline and it, it takes effort, but it's totally doable. And this is another reason it is so critical to get proper sleep at night because at during sleep during rest, the brain actually conducts a cleaning process that removes waste products, including amyloid proteins. And why it is important to remove built up amyloid proteins, which are the waste product of cellular energy metabolism, is they are associated with Alzheimer's disease and can predict the rate of cognitive decline. Also, as these build up, 
they interfere with your ability to get proper sleep. So the more these build up, the harder it is to sleep and then and, and increases your risk of cognitive decline. And then you can't even remember when you're supposed to go to sleep. And it's just, it's not worth it. Like your brain needs to clean itself and your body needs to restore and rest. And then you can wake up and tackle the world and, and not get so stressed out when things happen. Um, so it's critical. Uh, another, another reason, hopefully if, if that didn't sell you on the importance of sleep, uh, people over the age of 45 that sleep less than six hours a night have twice the risk of a heart attack uh, or a stroke compared to those who sleep on average six to eight hours a night. Twice as likely to have a heart attack or stroke if you're sleeping less than six hours and you're over 45. Oy, it's just, it's, it's not worth it. Now, here's another reason. We are in a pandemic and none of us want COVID. Maybe some of us have had COVID and I'm sorry if you have, and I hope no one, you know, gets it. But the reality is people, people are contracting it. Sleep problems interfere with optimal immune system function. Too little sleep triggers an increase in the immune system signaling molecules. These are the cytokines. We're hearing about those a lot and how um, COVID just runs rampant uh, with when you have increase in cytokines and inflammation and, and it's not worth it. So if you're not getting enough sleep, this is increasing the immune system signaling these um, cytokines that lead to inflammation. And I mean, we all know inflammation is not good. Um, it just causes pain, discomfort, and all the things we're not trying to achieve. Okay. So what do we do? How do we, what do we, how do we get back on track? How do we not be the 50 to 70 million adults that are having a sleep disorder? Or how do we bring that down? Um, that's so many people. That's so many people. So we got to get some sleep. We got to get some rest. And I know it's tough. A lot of people are homeschooling children and stressed like they've never been stressed before, but you can't homeschool these kids at your, at your best level and you can't exercise and you can't meet your goals if you're not getting proper rest. There is just no way to cut corners on this. So it has to be a priority for your health because, um, like I've, I've mentioned in my first, probably my second podcast episode, if you don't have your health, you're not going to be able to help the ones you love. Uh, you can't do what you love and you can't help the ones you love. So we got to keep our health in check. Okay. So what do we do? Exercise helps you sleep better. Um, some people can't exercise right before bed because exercise has been known to kind of like stimulate you and get you going. But if, if you exercise a f- at least a few hours before bed, you have time to wind down, uh, exercising in the morning. I'm a huge fan of that. Get up, get it done, set the tone for the, your day. You exercise at lunchtime, you exercise after work. Um, 
but exercise really helps the the body relax de-stress and and then your body wants to go to bed so it can restore itself making a schedule making it a routine if you have children you probably have a bedtime routine with them giving one to yourself is huge in my personal experience i i don't currently have children but i did have foster children and i went to bed right after them they had a bedtime routine and mine was when they were in bed and lights out then i was right behind them and then i got up before them and did my stuff before they got up in the morning and that is how i made my life work with children um and not much has changed with my bed routine with or without kids so i i've always made my sleep a priority because i know these things and i know if i'm not getting rest i'm i'm increasing the risk i'm gonna get hurt and i can't do my job i can't do my job as good as i want to and and i'm just not there in the capacity i desire to be so a routine and it's got to be consistent and then your body gets used to it and then it expects it and my tip for how I really cemented this in is I set an alarm to go to bed so in case I'm tied up in something reading or watching something or talking to someone my phone goes off with the alarm to go to bed and that way I don't lose track of time and I know okay it's time to go to bed and it very very important it's it's rare for me to get off of that alarm um, it, it, because it's so important for me. Uh, another way, if you are stressed to the high, high heavens right now, and I'm very sorry if you are, uh, meditating, just, even just a couple minutes. I, I always try to sell people on meditation. I get up first thing in the morning and I meditate literally five minutes and not a second more. And it's so helpful. Um, so if you can't turn your mind off meditation there are i don't even know how many uh guided meditations you can find on youtube for free or the internet in general if you want like a very gentle calm like okay the, the running water and it's a beautiful nature scene something that's very relaxing it might have like nature sounds or ocean breeze um listening to that and kind of really relaxing you and and getting your mind to calm itself Uh, another huge one is no lights right before bed no laptop lights cell phone lights the blue light because what this light does is it tells your circadian um rhythm it's daytime it's sunny it's bright it's not bedtime and then you shut your laptop or you turn off your phone and your mind is like wait it was just daytime like five minutes ago so it can't possibly be bedtime now and like I mentioned earlier your your circadian rhythm does not shift rapidly so if you just had a bright light you were looking at and then you turn it off and expect to just go right to bed your brain really struggles with that so not having any bright lights 
no TV in the bedroom, no, you know, laptop, cell phone thing right before bed. That way you can adjust your eyes to a darker room um, or minimal light and kind of get the brain set, set the tone that is bedtime now. We're winding down, we're listening to our meditation, our alarm went off for bed, we exercised earlier. And then uh, finally, around food and drink, if you are sensitive to caffeine, don't consume it anywhere remotely near bedtime. So I often hear people uh, either can't have caffeine, it keeps them up all night, or if they have it, they got to have it first thing in the morning and then no more, like later in the day. And if, if caffeine keeps you awake, you just got to cut it. Um, and you might have a sleepy day, but hopefully then you'll go to bed, get a good night's sleep, you'll wake up the next day and you'll feel revitalized. Alcohol, there's, um, it's a myth that alcohol makes you sleep better. It actually is detrimental to your sleep. You might think you sleep better and alcohol knocks you out, but it does. you don't get good sleep when you're drunk sleeping. And I'm sure anybody who's, uh, been out drinking or been in drinking and then goes to bed does not typically wake up feeling refreshed um so alcohol might seem like it unwinds you and puts you to sleep but the sleep quality is not great um in an alcohol induced sleep so avoiding caffeine and alcohol before bedtime and then of also avoiding eating right before bed because then your your body's like, oh, we just ate, we need to digest this food. And then you're like, no, we're going to sleep. Um, so give your body a break, you know, try to eat not right before bedtime. Um, I say this as somewhat of a hypocrite because I get home from fit flock, eat dinner, and then try to go right to bed. Uh, thankfully for me, I am lights out. I am on such a sleep routine of going to bed at a certain time and I don't have a TV. I don't look at my phone at night. I rarely watch um, anything with lights right before bed. Uh, Definitely don't have any alcohol or caffeine right before bed unless it's maybe the weekend. Um, But yeah, I eat pretty close to bedtime and then I take a few minutes to try to get myself like (laughs) settled and then I head up to bed. Um, But even though I'm hypocritically saying this, it's, it's not ideal to eat right before bed. And in a perfect world, I would eat a little earlier and give myself a little bit more time. But thankfully, thankfully, I really don't struggle to fall asleep or stay asleep. And, um, and I wake up and I do not hit the snooze, uh, ever, ever, ever. Um, because, uh, I listened to something that said, hitting the snooze is, is not beneficial to your brain. So that was all it took. I get up and I get up and go. But um, exercising, make a schedule, set an alarm to go to bed, meditate before bed, no lights before bed, nothing with lights, no caffeine, no alcohol, no eating before bed. No, 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 all this stuff. But then yes, 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 you feel good. You feel so much better. You feel rejuvenated. You're able to perform better for yourself, your family, your kids, your anything that's important to you. Um, you'll find you exercise better. 
Uh, you might lose some weight if you're trying to lose weight. Your blood work could improve. Uh, you lower your risk of all kinds of health ailments. And um, yeah, it's it's just critical. So I hope I've given you some reasons why you don't want to slack on the sleep. And then also giving you some tips on how to get better sleep. If you're like, Amanda, I have tried all these things and none of them work for me. I do all the things and none of this works. Uh, There are sleep specialists in this world. I am not one of them. I am a certified health coach, but I'm by no means a sleep specialist. So if you've tried everything I've mentioned and it's still not working for you and you're still not sleeping, I would strongly recommend um, reaching out to your primary care doctor and saying, hey, I'm still not sleeping. Um, You know, help me out here. Maybe they can help you. Just sometimes your primary care doctor can help you. And if they can't help you, they could, I'm sure, refer you to a sleep specialist. And a sleep specialist, they specialize in getting you sleep. So it's worth it. Um, Your sleep is so critical. So if you're not sleeping, uh, reach out to someone who can help you because I want you to feel your best, do your best, reach your goals, and live the life you deserve because you do deserve an amazing life. All right, so now get some rest, as they always say. There's a reason they say that. Get some rest. And uh, I will be back next week and wishing you all a fantastic week till then. I will, I always say see you next time, but I don't see you. So hopefully you'll stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Love you lots. Bye.